40inbox.com and we're going to be checking out this called I'm the world's hottest truck driver. I make 120,000 and work only six months a year. So let's check this out. A FIFO worker dubbed the world's hottest truck driver has revealed her insane six-figure salary that she says has allowed her to live her best life. Perth-based Ashlea took to social media to offer a glimpse into her busy life working in remote Western Australia. Working as a dump truck driver, she works 14 days on, 14 days off, up in the Pilbara mines, waking up at 4 a.m. for hectic 12-hour shifts in the sweltering heat. But the hard work has paid off, with Ashlea earning $120,000 a year for working six months out of the year, adding that she has an awesome life. Now, what a lot of people don't understand is that sometimes some jobs pay way more, even though it's like the same type of like job like a category that another person has, right? So for example, a driver in like a local town or like in the local area might make, depending on what they're hauling, maybe 50K a year, maybe 60K a year, but you're back home every single day, but you're working like this long schedule. But if you're pretty good at it and you end up doing like on the road type of stuff where you're traveling across state lines, that sort of stuff, and depending on what you're hauling, you might be able to make over six figures doing something like that with a lot less time actually dedicated to the actual working. But you might end up, like, this is, like there's so many variables when it comes to something like this, right? And again, this is like a truck driving thing, but it could be any other job too. Right. If you're working manual labor, you might be making like slightly above minimum wage, depending on what it is that you're actually doing. But if you're doing like manual labor on an oil rig, you're going to be making some pretty good money. Right. So it really depends on what it is that you're actually doing and whether or not people actually want to do it. So there's it's just so many factors that play into it. So let's see. So how do I pull off such a good lifestyle while doing mining? I have an awesome life, as Leah said in a TikTok video. So how do I achieve this? Well, first of all, I do a two-in-two roster. So every month, I have two weeks off, so that gives me plenty of time to do some really awesome things. I make it a priority in my life to do super cool S. I'm always going to events, I'm always partying, I'm always traveling, I'm always eating out, I'm just doing everything that I love to do. And she highlighted a few contributing factors that has allowed her to live her dream life. Now, her job does allow her to do something like this, right? Not every job has this ability where they allow you to have this type of shift, but I have heard some people who are like welders, right, where they're able to basically do like a contract 
but they basically have to like live on the job site for like six months. But they make enough in that six months living on the job site to literally do nothing for the next six months. Like they could literally budget the money that they make within that six months to literally last the whole year. Like they could literally just do nothing at all and still have some excess cash afterwards to like invest, save money, etc. So maybe sometimes if you want to have this type of lifestyle where you have a little bit more freedom, maybe try to find something that has this ability to like maybe have this sort of schedule in combination with a very good pay. But also you gotta keep your personal finances in super nice check like like super clean so that it makes things way easier, right? So for example, if you're debt-free, you got an emergency fund, you have money going towards investments, you got money in your bank account, right, for like just everyday expenses, you don't really have to worry too much about working nonstop every single day, right? You could potentially find something like this where you work two weeks on, two weeks off, two days on, two days off, right? Or maybe work every single day for like six months and then take the rest of the year completely off, right? I had a conversation with a guy who was a a farmer. That was basically like their main thing. They did like a side hustle, side job as well, but like just for like everyday expenses, but pretty much... They really only worked about five months, maybe, maybe six months out of the year because the rest of the year, like what they are growing isn't really actually in season. So like to actually sell and whatnot. So they basically make enough money just from the farming to basically cover all their expenses, etc. So it really just depends on what type of lifestyle you want to have and you got to like work your ways backwards to try to like build it right like so for example if you want to have a lifestyle where you spend pretty much all of your time at home at your house you're going to have to figure out a way to bring in enough money to cover your monthly expenses right to where you're not limiting what it is that you're actually potentially able to make, right? And there's some people who maybe just create their own business, online business. There's some people who just are able to find work-from-home jobs that might pay less than what they could make if they worked at like a in-office type of situation. But once you factor in no transportation cost, basically you could technically have like no car like at all right and you don't have to necessarily buy like useless stuff from like fast food or anything on the way on the commute etc you could end up be saving like so much money that taking almost like a 20% pay cut or maybe even a 30% pay cut if you're debt free etc might be okay for you because you got the freedom to just basically stay at home pretty much every single day so that's something to really think about is like what type of lifestyle do you actually want to live and then try to figure out a way backwards to like get to the starting point to actually start building that out so let's see
So first of all, she has no children, thank goodness. <laughs> I have no kids, she explained, laughing. Second of all, I'm single by choice, so I have no partner to worry about. I also have no debt, so I own my car, props to her. I sold my investment property, so my bank account is looking quite nice at the moment. So probably a very nice, thick emergency fund and also just thick checking account as well. And she went on to explain exactly how much she earns as a FIFO truck driver. We don't gatekeep here, so let's talk about money, she said. Obviously, all companies are going to pay differently, so this is just what I personally got. Now, before we continue, I really wanted to break this down, right? As to, like, her factors that helped her live her ideal life, her dream life, right? Her having no children is a huge money save, right? The thing is, there are a lot of people who want to have kids. There's a lot of people who have kids that may not necessarily want them, but are taking care of them. And there's some people who don't want the kids, don't want to take care of them, but they got to pay child support. So there's like a lot of different people in different situations. But I don't think people actually like really understand just how expensive having a kid could actually be, right? This is why one of the biggest factors in financial success is to not have a kid before you're married. Like, don't have a kid out of wedlock, right? Don't have a bastard, basically, right? And the whole royal times kind of thing. And the reason why you don't want to do that is because you probably don't have these skills at a certain point where you could be demanding really good money, right? Because the problem that a lot of people in like low-income areas or people who are making a low income, maybe only making minimum wage even though they're in their like mid-30s, mid-40s, etc., is because they had a kid early on. And because they had a kid early on, they probably had to stop what they were doing, like developing some sort of skill, going to college, etc., to where they had to just find a job that they could actually just pay for their kid, actually take care of their kid. So like them being like a decent human being has cost them, right? Like there's always like a cost to everything, right? Regardless of people wanting that to be the reality or not, there's always a cost to everything. So by having a kid at a time that you really shouldn't, you basically cost yourself a very large amount of time that could have been dedicated to growing your income, getting certifications, getting education. Now, there are still people who are able to do all those things and still have a kid, but the majority of people do not, which is why there are so many people making minimum wage still, or people who are not minimum wage, but not much better than minimum wage because their expenses are just so high because, again, they have these kids that cost a lot of money. And they have this, like, they basically have this, like, money suck for the next 18 years, right? Regardless if you love your kid or not, it's 18 years of money basically just draining out of you, bare minimum, right? So you could kind of understand why not having a kid 
would actually save you so much money, right? But again, that is a personal choice. Sometimes it's not even a personal choice because you basically didn't think about it at all. I mean, technically, you, it's still a choice, but it wasn't a planned choice, potentially, right? Second of all, I'm single by choice. So the, her whole like thing about being single as well. So basically, not having kids saves a whole bunch of money. By being single, you don't have to be accountable to another person. You don't have to take care of another person's needs. So for example, let's say that you were married to someone, right? Because that's the only time that you should be sharing finances. You're taking care of them, right? And if something also bad happens as well, they're probably going to take half your money, depending on whether or not you're making the majority of the money. So sometimes, and by sometimes I mean pretty much every single time, you're going to save way more money by being single. Now that one is definitely a personal choice that she's making, and if you are wanting to save money and you have no interest in dating people at all, go ahead and do that. You can save a whole bunch of money. Do I recommend that? No. I mean, if you wanted to like go and like enjoy life with another person, go do that. I mean, money isn't everything, to be frank. Let's see. Also has no debt, so she owns her car. Now, the main reason why we always push for getting out of debt and why her having no debt is an amazing thing is that you're not dedicating a large amount of money every single month to companies that, one, don't care about you, two, are going to make compounding exponential income off of you, which you could be doing that with yourself by just doing that money, that monthly payment towards investments. But also, it allows you to pretty much do whatever you want with that car. And what I mean by that, let's say that you're in like a very bad financial situation, something like like some sort of emergency happened, but you didn't have the cash to take care of it. What you could do is sell your car that is completely paid off for like half price, 60%, 70%, just to get it out of there to get that quick, easy cash so that you could take care of that emergency that popped up, right? So that you are not having to struggle, not having to go back in debt to basically like completely screw yourself by doing that. So like being debt-free just gives you way more options, makes you way more safe. And again, it just feels nice not having debt. As someone who's debt-free, it is nice not having any amount of debt because you don't got to wake up thinking about, oh, I need to pay this bill. Oh, crap, do I have a late payment? All that sort of stuff. Like, It just gets so annoying in your head to like, sh- like stress about it. Let's see. Now, the fact that she sold her investment property, that's pretty awesome. And because of the whole housing price that was like crazy, she probably has, like, I mean, there's no like evidence of this, but she probably has like, Maybe multiple five figures, maybe six figures 
just straight from the sale of the property, which is pretty nice. I mean, like a personal story, there was a person that I met where they bought a home like seven years ago for like 180000 and they sold their home like less than a year ago for a mill. So think about that. $180,000 investment went to a million dollar payout. That is a huge return, right? So you could potentially have like crazy amounts of money from like the selling of an investment property. I mean, she could only just have like maybe like 30K, but I'm just saying like when it comes down to like an investment property, some people are able to make disgusting amounts of money. Let's see. So when she first started as a trainee, she earned $36.50 per hour. Now that is pretty nice. Props to her. But after her first three months of working in the mines, she received a wage raise, bringing her hourly pay rate to $43.50. Nice. Yeah, so quite a nice jump, she said. From my first year as a greenie truck driver, that would have taken me to approximately $94,000 to $95,000 annually for the six months, so pretty cool for a new truckie. Like, that is pretty darn good. Like, here's the thing. I have family members, and I have talked to people who are truck drivers, where they could easily clear six figures. Like, especially if they got, like, hazmat certifications where you're basically hauling, like, gasoline or some other sort of material that might be harmful, you can make really good money. Like, really good money. The only problem is you got to deal with other drivers. So, I personally wouldn't want to deal with that, right? But some people might, and the thing is, I think... All it takes technically is like uh, you pay maybe like I think about like a $10,000 to get like a certification to get your CDL. So your license to be able to be a truck driver in the United States. And the crazy thing is like there's so many like truck drivers as well that are working as professional truck drivers that go all like on the road, right? Where they're probably clearing over six figures who don't speak any English at all, right? Like, they don't have any, like, language language skills in terms of English at all. They can barely read it. Like, I have heard about quite a few non-English speaking truck drivers making really good money, too. So, if you're an immigrant, you could probably make really good money just getting your CDL as well because there's so many people not wanting to do it because there's so many people not wanting to be a truck driver. And the thing is, like, I think people just have this, like, misconception as to just how much money some truck drivers can actually make. Like, I think so many people are so worried about the title of what they do more so than the actual economics of what actually comes from it, right? What's the flower that actually grows, right? Or the fruit that actually comes out, right? Because 
if you're clearing over 100K after tax, which would be pretty nice, but let's just say that you're able to clear after like over 100K after tax, would you care what your job title is? Like, because in most areas of the United States, over 100K after tax is pretty amazing, right? You could easily live pretty much whatever lifestyle you want. You could pretty much drive any sort of car you want. You could pretty much live in a pretty much any reasonable like home that you'd basically want, right? You could end up having a home built. So there's there's just so many options available to you at that. So like if your job title was Coca-Cola can cleaner, but you're clearing over 100k per year, would you care? Like, would you really care what your job title is? Is that so much more important to you than the actual money coming into your bank account? Because to me, the only thing that really matters is the money. That's the only thing that, like, matters to me. It's like, okay, what is the money, right? If you're making good money, you're able to pay your expenses, you're debt-free, you're able to invest for your future, and you're feeling pretty good about yourself, why care about anything else, right? Why care about other people's perception about your job title? So let's see. And she continues, if I stayed at that site as an experienced truck driver, I think I would have got bumped to about $46.50 an hour. After completing her first year, Ashlea changed contractors in her new hourly rates increased to $51.50. So that's pretty good, she said. The contracting company I'm with actually pays you a bonus each month, and they pay you $2,000 each month that you stay with them. So that could be anywhere between $6,000 to $10,000. So annually, my $51.50 would be approximately $112,000. With my bonuses, that could be another $10,000, so $122,000 for my first year. I think it's pretty good for working only six months of a year as a truckie. And I gotta say, that is a pretty awesome pay. Like, a pretty awesome pay. So, let's see. So, someone has made a video about me online and just got sent to me. She said, I had the biggest effing... LOL. It's titled The World's Hottest Truck Driver. A little bit too much responsibility, but I appreciate it. It's like this Americanized montage of my life. It is gold. Ashley says she had no experience prior to working in the mines. She started in utilities, where she juggled various roles, including housekeeping, bar work, kitchen hand, and security, just to get her foot in the door. I will admit the pay was crap, and it was really hard work, she said. It's so hot, there's so many flies, and it's gross, but I only did it for three months, and it gave me the opportunity to get FIFO experience on my resume. Desperate to get into a better role, Ashley said she was constantly calling a mining construction company until she got through to recruitment. It took about six phone calls over a few weeks, she said, adding that persistence is key. She was finally offered a traineeship where she was able to learn a wide range of skills, including truck driving and operating machinery and equipment safely. 
The trucks are very easy to drive, she said. I was fortunate enough to get in a truck driver traineeship for the dump trucks with a contractor. And before I even went to this site, they did a truck school at their head office in Perth. I did two weeks training, and you learn all about the mine site, the different machines, and the truck itself. So being experienced, I was able to go through them, and then they were able to send me directly to these sites. I felt confident after that, flying immediately to site and start driving the truck. Despite working in harsh conditions, Ashley said having two weeks off every month makes the job rewarding. My number one reason for wanting to do FIFA was because I loved the travel, and every single month I get two full weeks off, she said. So even though the two weeks that I'm at work is really hard, I definitely glamorize it a little. And it's not always like that. There are really long days. You're isolated from your friends and family. You're tired constantly. It's hot. There are just so many cons, but even though that's the case for me, I get two entire weeks off, so it's totally worth it. Before turning to the road of mining, Eslia said she was working a normal 8-5 to five, eight to five job, but she was still craving something way out of her comfort zone. Getting weekends off just wasn't enough for me, she added. I earn quite a lot more money doing FIFO, so I find it easier to save money, and one of my goals is to accumulate a few investment properties. I am getting a bit older, and I would like to have children one day, so I want to set myself up financially. So I do FIFO for the lifestyle, travel, and set myself up financially for the future. And here's the thing. I really wanted to cover this because... It's nice to see an example of someone who had an idea, like an idea of their ideal life, lifestyle that they wanted, and they broke it down and worked the steps to actually get there, where she's basically pretty much almost there, right? Because if she's able to get a few investment properties that pay her per month, that would just cover all of her expenses, and she basically just works here for like extra cash, and for like just improvement in lifestyle like she's basically living her ideal life right and to me i personally like the idea of being able to work super hard grind it out for 2 weeks and then do nothing for another 2 weeks and still clear six figures like that is pretty nice and the thing is that's like only factoring in her income from her main job like she has like a good decent sized social media following now so she probably is making who knows maybe another 100k on social media so we're talking like maybe over 200k a year total that's pretty nice Right, like there's nothing to complain about. Not to mention investment properties, etc. So she could probably get to the point where she's like financially retired in like a couple years. So is that worth working super hard for two weeks and then nothing for two weeks and keep doing that over and over and over again? Yeah, I'd probably say that's pretty worth it, regardless of what the job actually is. I mean, if you're cleaning toilets, that's this is pretty much worth it, right? financially speaking, and potentially lifestyle as well, because you could just do whatever it is that you want to do, right? Now, me, personally, I would probably just, like, sleep in a hammock for the two weeks, chilling with dogs. That's probably what I would do. 
because I don't like to travel at all because, you know, everyone has their own ideal sort of lifestyle. But feel free to give your own thoughts about this. I just thought this was pretty interesting. And again, if you are wanting a certain or a specific lifestyle, try to work it back and figure out the steps to actually get to that ideal lifestyle and do everything you can to get to that ideal lifestyle, right? Because the thing is, no one's going to do it for you. You're the only one that can do it for yourself. And the only one that cares about you having that ideal lifestyle is you. No one else cares. Think about it like that.